Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take it away, Jesse's. The song you just heard is called Matsumoto, and it was written and performed by Oceanside Hotels. Oceanside Hotels is an indie rock band based out of Topeka, Kansas, that got its start in 2014. They have recorded and self-produced three EPs, and they are currently working on their fourth. The band consists of four members, three brothers, Jesse, Matt, and Luke Ludwig, and their friend Aaron Long. They sat down with us in the studio to chat and play some songs. I'm Brianna Childers with the Topeka Capital Journal, and this is Music Memos. I am Jesse, and uh, I play guitar, and I sing, and I write a good chunk of the songs. And I'm Matt Ludwig, Jesse's brother, and I play the six-string banjo and guitar. <laughs> which is a guitar. Uh, and I write all of our better songs for the band. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Luke Ludwig, and I'm the drummer. Cool. And he writes the worst songs. <laughs> yeah, he writes the third good songs good yet. Songs. <laughs> the third goodest. <laughs> so you guys formed in Topeka in 2014, and you all are born in Topeka, is that right? Or grew up in Topeka? Well, we were y- born in Topeka, <laughs> but we were raised yeah. in Auburn. Okay. So like yeah, like yeah. small town south, south of here, west of here. Yeah. Okay. And you formed in 2014 as a band. Um, just Did kind we? of ish. <laughs> Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah. Well, I know that you long two ago. Were, it was 2014. Um, together first yeah. and then you kind of yeah. a lot of the original songs for this were like kind of made many many moons ago and then we kind of just reamped them and then add, started adding more. Mm-hmm. Well, we originally had an Oceanside Hotel show back when I was 17, so that was, you know, I, when I played bass. Yeah, that was almost 40 bass. years ago. A whole uh, different band like with the 40... same name and a couple of the same songs. Yeah, a couple of the same also songs. Also Bob Marley. <laughs> but we were still called Ocean Side of Tales. <laughs> mm-hmm. So how did you form as Oceanside Hotels? <laughs> Matt has this story. Yeah, so, so some backstory <laughs> here. Um, so we, you know, the three of us are brothers, mm-hmm. and so we all started playing instruments at pretty young ages, so... We've had many bands over the years, um, you know, where we played together, and then sometimes we'd have bands with other people. But so when it came around 2014, I had a previous bandmate who I was in a band with at K-State. He moved to Oklahoma, started his own band. Uh, they were coming up to Topeka to play, and they were playing at the Booby Trap. And uh, he was trying to find another band to play with them, and I, I wanted to play. So I'm like, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a band, okay? So this was like two weeks out from the show date. So Jess, I knew Jesse and Luke already had some songs they were working on that Jesse had written. So I joined in with that, uh, got them sold on the idea. We had a friend who played bass for us, and we just within two weeks we like learned nine songs and went and played them for a show, all originals. <laughs> and then Ocean Side Hotels was born, and we've 
been that ever since. Was it really nine? Yeah. Oh. It was a large amount of songs. I'm surprised you remembered that amount. (laughs) I remember it distinctly because it was hard. (laughs) Not for me. (laughs) (laughs) It was hard for me because I was the one who didn't really know any of the songs. Yeah. (laughs) And make my own parts. So did Tanner, our bassist at the time. And when did Aaron join? About a year and a half, maybe. A year and a half ago, June vaguely June of 2018. We'll call so it a year and a half. Around so, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. a year and a half. Yeah, we kind of cycled through. We had like Tanner originally. Mm-hmm. Um, then my dad for a while, play, or our dad, played oh, for a bit. Cool. Then he retired because he said he's too old. And uh, <laughs> then Tanner played with us again for a while. And then now, most recently, it's Aaron. Okay, cool. What is um. I mean, I assume you all work well together since you're all brothers. Um, what's the dynamic like for you guys and then also with Aaron in there? We get along really well. We always have us brothers. Um, you know, Aaron's easy to get along with. I mean, we have our disagreements sometimes. You know, anytime you got four people in different creative directions together, there will be disagreements, and we have those, but we're really good about working it out. That's why we've been a, you know, a band for six years just doing this project alone because mm-hmm. we get along. Yeah. Um, sorry. Sorry, no, no, no. I was asking no, the thoughts because I don't want to just like, <laughs> um, steamroll everybody. <laughs> no, you're good. Well, yeah, Aaron's really easy to get along with, and what I like about him is that he kind of brings a fresh aspect to it. Since we've been, you know, brothers since we were born, um, we kind of, I don't know, we lack fresh ideas sometimes. Of course, we have many, many fresh ideas. But, yeah, having someone outside who hasn't been in the band as long is really great for just bringing in, like, other ideas. Like, hey, you want to do this to this part or this to that part? He adds a lot of dynamic to it. As well as he's a pretty good vocalist, and he's pulled on some vocals on some of our recent songs as well. And so we're glad to be able to start doing three-part harmonies and everything. Yeah, and I don't know if you've ever had the satisfaction of, like, training an animal to do a trick. (laughs) But, like, Aaron didn't really know how to play bass when we started the band. So we we kind of formed him. (laughs) Now I have the satisfaction of having taught Aaron a really cool trick, which is playing bass. Aaron's going to hear this and be very, very happy. Aaron, don't (laughs) listen to this podcast. Go to bed. Um, So... Uh, let's talk about your sound. The last time we talked, um, Jesse, you said that um, you have drawn a lot of inspiration from the Beatles, um, and you wanted to create a more modern sound that was creative and marketable, and then you guys described your music as um, what you would hear if you were sitting on a beach on a nice sunny day with a drink in your hand. So kind of build off of that. <laughs> I don't remember that, but it sounds like something that one of us would have said. <laughs> it sounds like something we'd say for sure. Um, but it's pretty, I mean, honestly, the name Oceanside Hotels, you know, makes sense that I'd be thinking of those lines. But, uh, yeah, it's just, it's music to make you feel relaxed, basically. L- relaxed or happy is what I'm going for when I write most of my songs. And wish you'll, uh, if you listen to our music, you will find very few songs in minor keys. And even the ones that you do will usually break into a major key. So, like, I, I basically write music to make people feel good. And that's my intention with most of my songs. We want you to leave our shows happy, feeling happy and yeah. good. <laughs> okay, cool. That sad stuff is for posers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what we always say. <laughs> 
That's the one time we said it anyway. <laughs> um, what other artists have you drawn inspiration from besides the Beatles? Ooh. Definitely a lot of T Pain. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Justin Bieber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't specifically try to draw inspiration from anybody, but um, if I, if I'm trying to describe it, usually I'll I'll kind of tell people somewhere between like the Beatles and oh, help Jesse. I mean, I, I I don't really know. I try not to like. <laughs> I'm floundering here. I <laughs> yeah, you are. I try not to get too much influence from any one particular band. I would say more like I listen to a lot of indie rock. I also like to listen to jazz, and I like to kind of pull aspects of a lot of the different things that I listen to into this one song. Like you'll uh, some of our new songs that are coming out have like a lot of jazzy influence, but also have kind of an easygoing indie rock sort of feel as well. So I like to just bring in as many different things and not try and sound like a particular artist. Mm. Well, that is a great segue into talking about your new EP. How many e songs are on this EP? Five. I was about right. to say five, right? I was like, <laughs> well, because so we're, there's five songs, but we're working on six right now because... Uh, we have one, you know, we're, we're trying to do covers as well, so um, we have a, a cover we're working on right now, I Melt With You by Modern English, that we're working on with the rest of the batch. So it's not coming out with EP, it's actually coming out before, but... Um, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> surprise, Jesse. Hey! <laughs> um, yeah, so there's five for this EP. We just we pretty much always do five, because we, we do all this ourselves, and we found that like anything more than that just gets... It makes the project really hard to manage. And we're doing this on top of day jobs and stuff, so five is a nice approachable number. Recording and producing is a lot of work, so the uh, less you can have going on at the same time is more convenient. Especially when you're not always, like, organized. <laughs> Do I get the tracks? You know, it's like, you know, you get these certain days to, you know, record or whatnot, you know. Like, oh, I'm busy, you know, I can't record. So it just... it. It gets drawn out sometimes, like mm -hmm. longer than it needs to be. But Matt just kind of says, "Hey, yo, yo, you got those tracks yet? <laughs> Give me them tracks, boy." <laughs> well, there's multiple phases of getting tracks. There's like the, "Hey guys, we should do tracks," and like start getting the recordings together. Then there's like the, "Hey guys, can you get me tracks?" And then there, the third stage of that is, "Hey guys, here's when you're doing your tracks. <laughs> I will show up and help you do them if I have to, but we're getting the yes. tracks." <laughs> So, do you guys collectively um, produce your songs, or do you mainly? It's mainly Matt. Okay. We collectively record them in Matt. Yeah. <laughs> I would hope so. Solo, <laughs> yeah, solo right. produces them. Because now yeah. we record it, like we record the drums yeah. at our house, and then Matt records everything at his house, and okay. we just like put everything on the computer, and yeah. we share it through the Google, so we can just have the tracks, and then he just starts. You know, oh, the modern age. The tracks. <laughs> yeah. That is nice. Yeah, half of our steps recorded over at their house, half of us over at my house, and then we just... Good old Google Drive helps us out. Just, just smash him into the same file. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole produ production part of it, the producing part, is a much more refined skill set that it doesn't make sense to have more than one person working on it anyway, so... I usually take over that part. I started that, and it's then true. Matt took it over. I know, I'm like, this is mine now, Jesse. <laughs> How long did it take you to learn how to do that? 
Like 32 years. <laughs> no, um, we started recording initially. Like, I remember our first recording project, we were like, what, 13, 14? Yeah. We, used, um, we originally we, like, recorded on a, ta- a cassette tape back when oh, we were kids. Geez. And then, uh, you know, when we were teenagers, we got like an actual digital recording interface that we started doing that. So we started young, and only, I'd say, within the last couple of years have we gotten where we can do anything <laughs> close to professional quality. Yeah, it took a long time. The moral here is go to school. A lot kids. of trial and error. <laughs> don't, don't teach yourself this nonsense. <laughs> Actually, do teach yourself everything. <laughs> teach yourself a lot of as trial much as you want. Error. YouTube will help you. YouTube it's true. So why did you guys decide to go down this path of filming your own videos, recording all of your own songs, producing all of them yourselves? Not a day goes by I don't ask myself the same question. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, you ever uh, try and like get any bids for like audio production and video production? That's why. <laughs> yeah. How much they charge. It's a lot of money. Honestly, they're doing a great craft, so I understand yeah. why they're charging that much. But also, we don't want to pay that. <laughs> It really comes down to we're bad businessmen, so like we're not so good at the money making part, so we can't pay professionals to do our stuff, so we figure it out. Mm-hmm. Also, we're very confident in our abilities. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, we are. We are very. Um, we're we're very driven, and we learn well, and we're very capable. Like, so, lots of times, there's things that maybe we don't know how to do, but we know we can figure it out, and so we work really hard to figure it out. And mm-hmm. lots of times, our first efforts are not great, but they get better every time. So eventually you have something good. If Jeff over over there knows how to do it, then I can figure it out too. (laughs) (laughs) That's nice between the EPs. You know, you see that the first one that was in like when we released in 2015 and it was like, you know, didn't sound that great. And then it just slowly keeps sounding better over the years. Yeah, yeah, you can follow, like, so, you know, on any major streaming platform, you can look up our our music Mm -hmm. and there's, you know, our EPs. And uh, there's a really clear quality progression that you can see <laughs> with each one, as well as our, our videos as well. They get a little better every time. Yeah. What do you think that says about you guys as a band? We're learning. Yep. <laughs> That's what I was we have not yet peaked. <laughs> yeah. When we start, like, our videos start, like, doing this, or, like, our albums start sounding like junk again, like, then, you know, we peaked. Like, is it, I mean, you guys should quit now, but, yeah. <laughs> so where would you like to see... Um, Oceanside Hotels go into the future? There's a lot of answers for that. Yep. I'd say that, like, (laughs) aspirational goal would be we make a living doing music on our terms where we can choose the songs we make, how we make them, and what all that looks like. But the truth is, you know, we've talked about this a lot, where ultimately we do music for love, not necessarily for money. And when you do something for love, there's never really a result that you're not happy with because you're just doing it because you want to. So we're not doing it exactly. because we have to or because we're making a bunch of money or we got a deadline we got a hit or a producer's pushing us. We're in control, and we do it because we want to for no other reason. And if we ever made a living doing it, great. But we don't have to to be happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just something that we do and that we've just always, like, done since we were kids. So it's, like, it's just, like, second nature to us to, you know, to just love playing music. So Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Just and have fun doing it. My thoughts on it is like I would, I do music because I love playing music. I was meant to play music. I feel, um, but I would love to make a living off of it. Also, a goal that I've always had was was to bring decent music back into the kind of forefront because there's a lot of bad music out there that gets a lot of money, and I just wish so badly that 
we could go back to actual songwriting. Do you guys have any upcoming shows that you'd like to let people know about? Yes, we're very successful and popular. <laughs> <laughs> we have so we many, so we many couldn't going. list them all right now. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> ever wants to book shows so, in the winter. Anyway. So there's a sad truth to what we're doing, and, and that's that we're good at the production part. We're mm-hmm. good at like shooting video. We're not real good at the, the booking shows part. So if there's a listener <laughs> out there, um, please help. <laughs> just get us some shows. So I, I usually manage we, the we booking, pay. but I'm going to be honest, I'm not we real good at, at the booking. <laughs> I don't like it. So we, we will pay you money to book shows. And that is not a joke. We, we have a joke. Um, this is a song I wrote like... What, which EP is it off of? Oh, this is off our first one, right? Yeah. Okay. First one. So this is one of the first Oceanside I'm, Hotels. Do you hear this microphone? I'm holding up my finger to signify one. Shut up, man. Keep forgetting um, these things don't record. Video. This was one of the very first uh, songs that um, I wrote for this band. And I don't even know if it was for this band or not. But um, it's called Matsumoto. And basically, when I was younger, I had... Uh, our family had a foreign exchange student from Japan named Koki. And so we got really close to him. He was a great guy. We all miss him very much. Um, but I kind of wrote this song after he left because it felt like my brother had, like, left my family because he went back and, you know, all I ever... I'd talk to him every once in a while on Facebook. So this song was kind of like an ode to him. It doesn't even lyrically really say much about him, but it was just kind of how I was, like, the feel of the song is how I was feeling that I lost a brother, essentially. And so that's where the song came from. So it's, yeah, Matsumoto is the name of the song, which was his last name. And it's actually, in the lyrics, is you'll hear the term Oceanside Hotels, which is where we ended up getting our band name. Right, because I think initially that song was called Oceanside Hotels. It was. We stole that as the band name, (laughs) because it made sense, and... It really actually it just made no sense. Nice. Yeah, it's, about it. It well, it's nice. great because it's in the middle of Kansas and <laughs> yeah. it's Oceanside yeah. Hotel. It's a name that's more about a f- invoking a feeling than it is about being any kind of accurate. Yep. But so Hence then, as, as well as the song. <laughs> Back to you guys. Okay. Alright, ready? One. Take it away, Jesse's. I made my mistake.
lack of decency Maybe it's everything that I ought not to be kind of written for a separate project from the band, wasn't it? Yeah. No, I, so I wrote... let's go with that. Yeah, I wrote this song, uh, Too Much or A Little Much. Like, which one is it? It's A Little Much. <laughs> a Little Much. Uh, I wrote this kind of just playing around with my recording setup that I had at my house because, you know, I had gotten some upgrades to it. And so I ended up doing that, and I didn't expect anyone to think much about it, and I ended up kind of messing around with it at band practice, and everyone was like, hey, yo, yo, you want to, let's do this. And I was like, oh, really? And so that's how this song ended up coming about. Um, There's nothing really special about the lyrics. I just kind of wrote it to write music. But it's a fun one. I thought this was for the soundtrack to that show. No, this one was no. not. Jesse, that would have been so was, much of a cooler story than what you Yeah, it would have. No, I have no story for this I one, to be quite honest. embellishing. Other, well, you know, if I would have known we were playing this one and I was going to be explaining it, I might have done that. You mean like ten minutes before we got here. That was plenty of time to <laughs> about how this song came to be. Uh, so, yeah, I was going to prom one day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't. I've never been to prom. Well, what is it... Um, sound like? Is it slow song? Um, okay, so that's one thing. Uh, yeah, I guess you could say that. Um, I, in a way, um, really wanted to go back to, like, the 70s. And so we have a part during the chorus that's, like, three-part harmonies. If we play it tonight, you'll only hear two. Because uh, yeah, because <laughs> Aaron's missing, so... Um, but, like, think of the band America... Um, you know, acoustic band, Horseman okay. with No Name, Ventura Highway. Uh, I kind of received a little bit of influence from them, but I also received some influence from my cousin Tyler Ludwig. Um, who's, His recording name is yeah, Jay Tyler. Jay Tyler. He's uh, living in Berlin right now with an Icelandic wife, and he's like a musical so god. He's really great. Check out Jay <laughs> Tyler if you can. Um, he's just got really interesting vocal lines and progressions, and I tried to kind of model the verses after that, and then the choruses after America, I guess you could say. You ready? I'm ready. That's good. <laughs> 
is recorded in the studio at the Topeka Capital Journal in Topeka, Kansas. Brianna Childers is a reporter for the Capital Journal. The podcast is produced by Everett Nelson, photographer for the Capital Journal. Original music comes from Oceanside Hotels.